Ah, Ascension Day, one of the best days of the year. Today, we take time to celebrate humanity, our existence, and sacrifice. On this day in 2027, we ascended to our stations. The data showed it was an average of 104 degrees in the Northern Hemisphere, with an average temperature of 121 degrees around the equator. Some good news, today in 2104, is only 87 degrees on average in the Northern Hemisphere and about 112 degrees on average around the equator. On this day, it's easy to feel mad at our ancestors for being so selfish and having such obvious lack of foresight and to feel cheated. But just remember, we have this beautiful view few of them ever got to see. Now, I know it's easy to feel trapped here on this space station and easy to feel like our existence doesn't matter. But it will. Someday. I know it's easy to say, why care? Why even bother trying to survive? Sometimes it feels so hopeless. Especially when it's not certain that we will ever return. But I know we will. For no other reason than I just choose to. I believe someday our sacrifice will be acknowledged. Someday, when we return to Earth, they will know and thank us beyond all the stars for our sacrifice. We are the hope for humanity, and every day here is another day closer to descending. So take a deep breath and look out a window. Take a moment and just think how lucky we are to be here. Take a breath to acknowledge our importance here now. Our mission matters. And this year, let's all take some more time to enjoy our lives. Dance to some music with loved ones. Enjoy our meals together. Make more time to help others. And smile. We interrupt this scheduled broadcast for a breaking news update from the Sticky Buttons podcast. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, you guys? This is the Sticky Buttons pod. This is your host, Brandon. This is Blake. And, and we're coming at you. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and we're coming at you with our final episode, a super special episode. Final episode I, of season one. I'm so glad to be here. Um, I feel like this is like a culmination of all of our work. Episode 29? Yeah. 29 yeah. episodes, Blake. How do you feel? Dude, it, it feels good, man. And we've been doing this we doing this for a while at this point. And um, so, I mean, obviously, like we posted our first episode in November. So we've been doing this six months at this point. So, yeah. well, I mean, we've been publishing, publishing for six months. I think we started working originally in September of 2021. So it's exciting. This is the, so this is the, the last episode of season one. And then we will be rolling into season two. And we're going to talk a little bit more about season two at the end of this pod. But we're just so excited to be here today. It's really been a hot minute since me and Brandon have talked about video games together because we did that, um, all that work on uh, Jason Trier's book, The Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, which was episode 27, I believe. And then 28, um, we had Carter on for, for VR, so... Thank you, Shout Carter. out to Carter. Um, and if you haven't checked out that VR episode, like definitely do. That was yeah. so much fun um, to record that one. And Carter's super passionate. Um, so yeah, we haven't talked about like what we've been playing um, in a long time. And I, yeah. I'm looking at our at our notes, like the Google Doc that we have pulled up, and Brandon has mis- mischievously 
not yes. put down a single game. So I have no idea what he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, man, what you been up to? What you been playing? <laughs> the mystery, this, I got to hear it, man. I have been playing games, guys. I promise. <laughs> I I finished my semester, so. Oh I've yeah! Been... Congrats on that, dude. Woo! Thank you, thank you. We made it. In the words of DJ Khaled. <laughs> but yeah, I've been playing some games. I got back into Skyrim. I cracked that open oh! again, and I've been been playing through that again. I have a Nord. That's a level twenty-two, and oh, I've. Did you start a new game or did you just... No, 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 I just resumed. Okay, I was, was going to say, and, and I used the glitch. I actually used the glitch to get like a set of armor called Daedric armor, which is like super rare. You have to like get these hearts of these demons to make this armor. And you have to get your smithing all the way to level 100. It's really intricate and I had to use a glitch to do it. But it's a really fun, a really fun playthrough of the game. I've also been playing a lot of Skyrim. I mean, a lot of UFC 4. And that that has been so much fun, just getting on the online modes and just fighting a random person, getting into like a random weight class and just getting into a scrap. It's really fun. <laughs> Dude, I honestly, I feel like that's like one of my like, I don't know. I just always wish that I like had gotten into fighting games. I'm like, yeah. maybe I will someday. But I just feel like the bar is so hard, so high at this point, you know? It's not, man. It's really not. You just can't think about it too much. You just got to get in there and fight, man. I guess I'm waiting for the right one. I guess. I don't know. I feel like if Super Smash wasn't there, I don't know. What do you think, man? Are there going to be like new fighting games coming out? Uh, Not that I know of. I know there are a lot out that you could definitely try and I know you'd like. I know you like. Um, <laughs> if I had to think of one, I think Mortal Kombat you'd really like. I've played, I've played Mortal Kombat before. I've definitely played that one. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm just, I mean, it's, that's super graphic. I'm trying to remember which ones I like. Because I know like when I play Super Smash Bros, I like the ones that like you can fly because yeah. they suck. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember which ones for Mortal Kombat that I like. Also, I'm in New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's a busy road that's the city for you city it's a honestly real quick it's a beautiful day out here in new york city it's so nice out this i have i rarely see this guy this blue out here and oof. i right now let me paint a picture for you right now i'm looking outside my window and i see like one of those uh one of the quote-unquote iconic looking new york buildings like the ones you see in Friends, got the fire escape outside, and it's just got like the bricks and the windows, and I can see down, down my down my street, got some beautiful trees, I can see, uh, see the park at the end of that, and then I can see this beautiful blue sky with some clouds, and I can see the sunset colors peeking up over the building, I normally can't see the sunset. So I can well I can see this the colors of the sunset. It's painting the sky right now. And, oh, it's beautiful out here. It sounds beautiful, man. I and I can see the reflection on your glasses. <laughs> oh, <It's> really... <laughs> I can turn you around. I'll do that for you. Sorry, listeners. You see that? Yeah. It looks like it's a little. Looks like it's happening. Here, I'll send you a picture. Looks like we're having some problems, folks. That looks like that could be in Spider-Man. Oh, like... I'm so excited to play Spider-Man. <laughs> Should I tell him, Brandon? Should I tell the listeners? Yeah, you okay. should. You should go for it. I got a PS Five, baby. Woo! 
<laughs> yeah, I got a PS5. I was able to get one from Amazon. So I will be I will be swinging uh, Spider-Man here <laughs> as soon as that comes in on Saturday, which should be in two days. I actually yeah. got I actually got my Spider-Man game today a little bit before it came in a little bit early before the PS5. But what a way, what a way to end the season. You finally I know. What a way to start season two, too. What a way to start season two. Not you know what that means. I gotta I gotta get my hands on one too. It's no pressure, man. It's honestly it was really hard to get one. Should I I guess I mean do you want to hear the story of how I did it? Yeah. Let's hear it. So like everybody, I follow the the stock the stocking Twitter. I'll tell you guys exactly which ones I follow. And they They've actually been really good about so I follow three. They've actually been really good about like tweeting when stocks come out. And I was like, I've I was able to like see this one and I was like, oh, it was like a minute ago. And it was uh, of course a, a restock on Amazon, which are like the toughest ones. And if you've ever you seen like the pictures of the dogs, or if you've like turned to get one on Amazon, you like you get caught up on online because there's like if you like hit refresh or hit add to your car, it'll say, I'm sorry, there's something wrong. And it'll like show you a picture of a dog, which yeah. I mean, good for Amazon. They, I've never seen a, a duplicate dog. So they really got a lot of them. And I was able to to pull it up on my, on my phone, on my Amazon app. And I just kept hitting add to cart and it said there was an error. And I just kept hitting add to cart and it would say there's an error. And then I like kept doing that. I did that for probably five minutes and I finally just got one in my cart. Yeah, I was able it's to check right. out. I didn't even check. I didn't check the shipping. I just I just did it. And it worked. I got through. I've actually heard a lot of people have gotten success with the apps. So if you want to set up like set up like the Best Buy, Walmart, Target, and other apps. I guess that's those are pretty much all the big ones, right? Walmart, yeah. Amazon, Best Buy, Target. Yeah, those are the big ones. And that's how I was able to get mine. Like you gotta like set up an account so you can just check right out. And I actually like following these Twitter accounts. I was able to. I've gotten. I've gotten it in my cart like multiple times. So like I, I've gotten it in my cart at Best Buy. I've gotten it in my cart at Walmart. I had it. I've actually got it in my cart at Walmart like four or five times. So I've actually been so close with Walmart. Yeah, I remember. And I actually, I had, I had a heartbreaking experience one time because my. I had my card expired and I like got a new card in the mail for Walmart, like the Walmart one that I had like was expired and I like put in the right stuff. By that time it was just too late. Damn. I lost it. But so the one that I follow is that's really good. Yeah. So the one that, that has been really good that helped me is PS five stock alerts. So it's PS five capital S T O C K capital A. L E R T S. And I follow him. And that's Twitter? Mm-hmm, on Twitter. There's another one that I follow, which is PS5 stock updates. And that's PS5, all caps. And then capital S T O C K updates, capital U P D A T E S. And I think I follow another one, but it looks like they haven't tweeted today. So, yeah, there's one more, but they're not very, they're not. They're not really on it. So I won't shout them out. The one that has definitely, the one that I use, I like, so the PS5 stock alerts, that one's actually like a couple of minutes faster, I would say, than, than the other one. Like, like sometimes, like, 
they'll both be like right on time, like right at the same time. But the PS5 stock alerts will sometimes be like one to two minutes faster. So I'm all about that. You following them right now? Yeah. I got both of those. Yeah, definitely. They like the notifications on those and like I had to go to my Apple Watch too. So whenever I was um I actually I got this one when I was like at work. Like I was like I think I was typing an email and I saw it pop up on my on my Apple Watch and I was like, okay, it's game time. And I started going on my on my personal laptop. I I actually I normally like had had a tab pulled up just ready to go. That was a pain getting getting the PS5. It took like I think I said it when I really started making an effort when they when they released that when PlayStation released that stuff about Eternal, which I don't think I'm gonna get actually now that through the lens of time. I, I don't I've like watched some gameplay of it and I don't know if that that Returnal is gonna gonna be a good fit for me. I mean like I think yeah. I'd like it, but I like a lot of the reviews that I read they were like, Hey, like this is not a full price game. Like if you can get this on sale, like it's worth it, but it's probably not worth the full, the full which like I said, like if you want to get that game, like don't take my word for it. I literally haven't played it. I just like through my own research and stuff. I was like, I don't think that's going to be for me at the time. And that's fifty nine ninety nine full price or I think so. Let's I'll double check really quick. Cause I, I heard PS five titles are actually more expensive. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It very much is sixty nine ninety nine. So that's a 70, $70 game right there. Isn't it insane that they can charge $70 for a title? I remember a time where it like $40 was outlandish. Yeah. And and it's even actually, it's really crazy that they do that. And also like, it's even crazier. Well, I mean like also like there, there's so much to that, like to unpack there, but yeah. like, also like in the, in the most recent, like the Fortnite versus Apple or Epic games versus Apple that came up a lot. And they were like, why are, like, why are these games like, so basically at like the last day of the trial, the judge was kind of like the, her like closing questions and sentiments were kind of like you charge 30% on like every dollar from the app store. And they're like, yes, like you do charge that across all industries. But then she was like, she kind of like asked like Apple specifically how much they made from video games opposed to like other sectors. And it was like wild, like they, they had to like, she had to like ask them in a way to where they said, yes, we make more on video games than any other sector of our app store, which I mean, they also have entered in Apple Arcade. So like, they very much know that like the money is there. And she was like, and I think that she was like, kind of like, well, why don't you charge 30% for like, like banking apps and like all the things like that. So like her kind of like basically like the language and jargon she was using was kind of like supportive of the like video games are subsidizing the entire app store. And she's like, that is disproportionately unfair to this specific sector. It's kind of like what she didn't say, but like what she didn't say through what she said is kind of how it was. So I guess that's a little update for you. I, I gotcha. That's awesome. Thank you for that. That's actually a really interesting take. I kind of want to read up on that and do some research myself. Yeah, definitely. Um, like it's, it's really cool. Like there, I mean, so much went down, so much went down in that, that trial. And like they had to, it's actually kind of funny. They like really, what, what I was going to say about this and how this relates to PS5 <laughs> game prices is they had to, they brought in like Nintendo and 
and PlayStation and like Xbox. And they kind of like, just to like, kind of like to inform everybody about the industry and like industry standards and stuff. And like, it was, it's really kind of funny because like, obviously like people are saying like the implications are if Fortnite beats or like if Epic games beats Apple, then like we're going to see video games be cheaper like as a whole. That's kind of like what people are thinking. However, like with like Xbox and PlayStation, and I think it was officially confirmed through this trial that Xbox has never made a profit selling consoles and that they sell them at a loss. And like, I don't know exact, I mean, like, and I think a lot of people like assumed that, I guess I thought that that had already been confirmed. And also like with the PlayStation and stuff, like they sell that at a loss and they make it up for when you buy games, they get 30% of that. So if that console lasts five years and you buy a game or two every year, that's how they make up the difference between selling it at a loss at the beginning, gotcha. which is why it's such a good deal now and why you certainly shouldn't pay over market price for it because it's like cheaper by design yep i see yeah man so yeah i got a playstation 5 and it's super cool i mean i haven't gotten it yet i hope i mean i really hope they don't cancel my order (laughs) and i would dude i would like all the shit you've been through oh i don't know man i mean i actually just got an email today saying that it shipped so I'm, oh, okay, so you're set. I think I think so, but like I'm not gonna like say I got it until I got it. I have it ordered. <laughs> but yeah, man. So what else you been playing outside of UFC? I've been playing that that app on my phone, uh, Clash Royale. Been playing that a lot recently. Get back, got back into it. What else? I played some zombies. Got back in the zombs. Just played some solo. Might have to hop on sometime, man. I yeah, we definitely. I unlocked did. the the sword. You did. I did. Uh, I did. That's did. sick. And I really thought like you were going to be able to hold the sword like a baseball bat and you were going to be able to like, slash zombies. That is absolutely not the case. <laughs> it's just one hand. It's like a one handed and you hold it like a knife. Yeah. And they like oh, stab them like, uh, yeah, they like, like stab them like completely vertically away from your body. It's like, per- like perpendicular with your body. And they also like do the same like knife slash, but. I mean, like, it's a little bit better than the knife. Like, it def- it's, like, a little bit longer. But, like, I really thought you were, like, going to be able to, like, two-hand slash some zombies. That's a- I'm a little bit sad that you can't. But, I I mean, now that I got, like, righted and got that, I think that I'll be able to unlock some of the other melees easier. Because yeah. it's not just the knife. But, yeah, those, those melee challenges and zombies are kind of fun. Like, definitely, like, part of it was a grind. Because I think in order to unlock that, you have to kill 200 zombies that are distracted by either a decoy grenade or uh, a monkey. With the knife. With the knife, yeah. So, like, while they're distracted, you have to kill them with the knife. Have you tried the sword on multiplayer yet? I see. That's the thing. I don't think I don't think I have it unlocked for multiplayer. I think it has. A, I mean, I haven't looked, but I think it has like a whole separate requirements to unlock it. I see. But I'm not, I mean, I'm not sure on that. I guess it's possible that you could like either do the multiplayer or the zombies and you have it unlocked. But I think that it's, I think it has separate requirements for each. I hope not. Are you going to buy one of the the new skins, like the Rambo or the John McCain? Clint? I've seen them. Nah, definitely not. I, I don't really care much for the skins. Yeah. I don't know. If there was like a really cool one that I was like, 
really into, I would probably buy it. But yeah, I really haven't seen any that I'm really into. Have you tried the new Apex Legends character? No. I haven't either. I really want to so bad because it's like a... So have you, did you hear any of the lore behind it? No, I haven't. So do you know in, in Titanfall 2 when you have to face off against Viper, which is the, the Titan that's like flying around? I don't know. It's e- easily the hardest boss in Titanfall 2. If you Google it really quick, I'm sure you would remember. You just Google Viper from Titanfall 2. He's like the, the one that you have to fight before the last boss. And you get to fight him when you're on like the hood of the carrier. Do you remember that mission at all? It's not ringing any bells, and I've go- I'm googling. I'm looking at him right now. Damn, I'm so sad, man. That was that was definitely like that was the hardest boss fight for me. I definitely had a tough time getting that one. But it's basically it's his daughter, and she has like a bunch of like Titan parts strapped to her. So I guess she can like fly around the map and stuff like a Titan, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. So I really want to try her out. They also they also introduced a bow to Titanfall 2. So they really? Have, they have a bow now, which you know I love. Yeah, fuck yeah. I jumped into like three matches since the bow came out, and it's really cool because it's like a sniper, yeah. but it's like silent. Okay. So it's like it doesn't make any noise. So like if you're just like, like you know, like if you're in this battle royale, it's like the sound of you shooting can like give your position away. So now they have like a silent option, and it like does like really high damage. Like I was like messing around with a little bit in like the shooting range. Yeah. And it was cool. Like I think it was like a two hit headshot, like for, for for full armor and like health. So I could and then so I mean like I think it was like three or four body shots too. So like if you got a couple in, like you'd definitely be definitely be doing good, man. But have you have you hopped on your switch at all and playing any of those games? Honestly, I haven't given the switch much love. The last thing I played on the Switch would have to be Pokemon. Yeah. Dude, I was actually just playing that before we hopped on. I, I don't know, man. I really needed that chill vibe in my in my day-to-day. And I'm trying okay. to get all the... Um, in the Crown Tundra, I'm trying to do all the max raid players. Which also, real quick, I got to give a tip on those max raid layers. So I think that you might have heard me saying throughout the podcast, I've really been wanting a Sceptile, yeah. which is the the Leaf Gen 3 starter. I already have the, was it the Torchic is Blaziken? Yeah. And then what's Mudkip's final evolution? Swampert. Swampert. I already have both those. Level 100. Oh, God. Sam. I don't know. Gen 3 is my favorite. So I really got to, I'm really, was really hunting that down. And I had been, like passively like throughout like a month every time i got a chance i do like one of those max raid battles and i i had seen it two times and my party just didn't go for it which was frustrating and i was kind of sad and then i was like doing it one morning and lit- actually i had a day off and i was doing it and i like jumped on to so i was like All right, i'm gonna see if i can get it today and I was like, I have like an hour or two to like see if I can do it. And I like got on and literally like, you know, the first fork where you have to decide there was a septile and a normal type and it was the Looney Tune. Lunatone. Lunatone. Yeah, Lunatone. Zyagoon's final evolution. And I was like, all right, finally, I'm going to get it. Like surely, like I'll be able to get that septile. They didn't go for it, man. I, the party did not vote to 
go for the grass type. But, and I was, I was like, I'm like, I'm that's it. Like, that's ridiculous. And I, after that, I like, I did one offline, which I was like, I don't know if I'm even going to be able to get through it. Um, but literally on my first try offline, my first like tree, there was a septile and I was able to get it. So if you're, if you're going to do that, I also like looked up some stuff online too. And everyone was like, yeah, just do it. Like, like you should be able to get all three of them in like six to 10. Like sometimes it takes people 12. Uh, and I was like, wow. Like if you just do it on your own, I guess it has like a higher probability of spawning as well. So don't do awesome. those online if you're looking for those. So that's just like a little tip and trick on those. If you're looking for the gen three starters and the, the crown tundra. That's probably that's probably why people didn't pick it because they already had it. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. You can also like use it throughout the rest of the thing. So I mean, sometimes like those starters, like even if you can't like pick it at all, you have more like they're better. Than... Have you done any of the max layers, Brandon? I th- I think I have. Those are the online ones, right? No, the the max layers are the the ones in the Crown Tundra. Have you you went to the Crown Tundra first, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Did you meet Peony, the guy in like the, the suit? Not yet. So I think, oh gosh, now I'm trying to remember. There's definitely like the story of the Crown Tundra. Like you'll, if you follow that, you'll get there pretty quick. Okay. I haven't been following that though. Yeah. Well, when I, I think that you can't get too far without doing it. So whenever, whenever you have a chance, you should check that out. It's just pretty cool. It's kind of funny. The dude cracks me up. I guess he's like a gym leader from another region. He's kind of funny. <laughs> check that out definitely man um but dude i really gotta tell you i gotta tell you about this game that i that I've had them playing it's called biomutant have you heard of it it sounds familiar i feel like i sent you yeah so okay biomutant it came out the other day and we've talked about it a couple of times we i think both of us saw some like ig instagram ads for it and we're chatting about it a little bit but it came out two days ago on May 25th and I was like flipping out cause I was going to like try and play it on my lunch. I was yeah. trying to download it in the morning. I was like, Oh my God, like it happened today. So like dear listener, like go look up the trailer for bio mutant. And actually like now that I've played it, the trailer is actually like very awesome. And you actually get to like play through the trailer in like the intro where it like teaches you how to do stuff. So like, I love that where it's like, you almost immediately get to like, like, you know, like sometimes like the trailers, like they give away like the best part of the game. And like, yeah. we we're talking about how like, they're like all very cinematic. Like this actually does like an awesome job and you like get to play this like pretty straight away. So it came out on, on May 25th and I was trying to download it in the morning, but I like, I couldn't find it on like the Xbox store. And I was like, this is like, BS like I can't find it and I like was looking at the reviews of the game and it was all like one stars like put this up Xbox like this was supposed to be out already (laughs) which it was just funny and then I like did some some more like research and like it does say somewhere online they're like it'll come out at 1 p 1 p.m eastern time on May 25th for PC and like it didn't say anything specifically about PlayStation or Xbox but I was like, well, if you're going to buy it from, like, if you're going to buy it on a PC, you're probably going to buy it from the Microsoft store. So I was like, I bet it's going to come out at one. So I like, when it came out, it did come out at one and I, I got it. 
downloaded it and then I was able to play it on my lunch for like 50 minutes and it is just so awesome and I have I was telling Brandon this game has been out two days like two single days Uh, well I guess today is the technically the third day but like I said it came out at at 1 p.m so today's technically the third day and I have played 11 hours of this game already which is just crazy. Like, I don't even know like how I even did it. It feels like a haze. And to even put that into more specific context, I don't know about you, Brandon, but I try and keep my like game time. Like I try to keep it about 10 hours a week. Like I really, I really try to like make sure that I have a healthy life outside of video games. And like, like a lot of the studies that I've like came across, they say like 10 hours a week is probably good. Like if you're playing more than 10 hours a week of video games, like you're probably shirking in some other areas of your life. So yeah, I played (laughs) 11 hours in like two days. Actually, I haven't turned it on today and we're recording at night. Like I, I definitely was like, I, I should take a break from this, but man, it is just so incredible. I like cannot wait to tell you about it. I'm like, I'm just like busting to tell you about it, man. I don't know, dude. I've literally never played that. It just seems crazy to me. I've never like had a game released like that and then just played so much of it. So Biomutant is the name of this game. And it honestly, like from the name, it sounds like the most like, honestly, it kind of sounds like a douchey like gamer name. Like I'm going to be honest, like it doesn't really sound like something that doesn't sound like it's going to be like super fun. Yeah. But so basically, like I'll paint you a picture if you haven't looked it up already. The cover of Biomutant is this like anthropomorphic. Oh, God. How do you say that? How do you say Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. It's an anthropomorphic like mouse with an eye patch. He's got like a a blaster on his hip and uh, a sword over his shoulder. Um, See, then he's got like a a blaster on his hip, like a sword over his shoulder. He's kind of just like standing there in this like beautiful like wasteland, but like still wasteland looking place. And like if you watch the the trailer, like it's basically this like little mouse like that like can like fight and shoot a gun like going up against this like huge like like mouse looking thing. I don't know, like it it's crazy. So I guess this is like so also like this was made by a team of like twenty people. I don't, I wouldn't call it an indie game. Kind of like fits in the middle ground because they like had like a ton of money and I don't really know where the studio is based out of, but I, I think, I mean, I think this is the quality of like a AAA title. And like, it definitely is like one of the most stunning games I've ever played. And basically like, just to like give you guys like what this game is, basically like you pick a class, you can be like, a sharpshooter like i mean it's broken down differently than this but basically you can either like focus your stats on like shooting guns melee weapons or magic and basically you're either like a mage a mage a range shooter or like a melee expert and basically you're like a mouse in this world and you know kung fu and you have to save the tree of life and that's like the gist of it and holy shit i am having like such a blast with this and there are like so many cool things about the, there's just so many cool things about it that I like absolutely love. And it's like open world, like you can pretty much go anywhere. The way I would describe it is it's kind of like a, instead of like, it's not necessarily like how Breath of the Wild is like totally open and you can crawl on everything. Like this is more like a Far Cry game where it's like, you can 
go up anything, but like then there's like very clear like edges of the map where it's like you can't scale this cliff face, but there's a path on the other side of it that you can walk up. Yeah. It's a little bit more structured like that. And it's really cool. So like right out the gate, like so if you're gonna if you're gonna get this game, which I highly recommend. Also, like another thing, real quick, it's only on the past gen consoles. Like it's only on Xbox One, PS4, and PC right now. And the Switch? It's not on the Switch. I don't, I don't think it could handle it. Okay. Um, it's the world is just like oh, the world's like so beautiful. So like also like look up some reviews and maybe like watch some Twitch streams of this because. The reviews are like so mixed and I will definitely break down why that is in a second here, but I really want to highlight some more of the cool things about it really quick. So basically like, you know, Kung Fu and you can like, just like totally like bust a move and do some crazy stuff. And like, I think the combat is so fun and so rewarding, but like, definitely like I've pretty much really, really just been buffing my one stat, which I've, I chose the mage. So I'm using magic as a little mouse. And it also like, it takes place on earth and like, basically like a lot, there's a lot of side quests where it's like, you have to find stuff from the old world. Yeah. And it's like, so like all like the swords and stuff are like based on like scraps from our, our world. And like, you have to like dig through heat or like trash heaps in order to find like useful scraps in you. They call it upcycling. Basically that's how you like make new gears. You like craft new gear from finding stuff and it's basically like the humans destroyed the world and like there's like very clearly like a corporation was behind it and now like that's how life exists and at this point that i am in the story i don't really know why but there is like a group of people that are like trying to kill the the tree of life um which is like actually very literally there's like this humongous tree that you can see when you're in the overworld and it's like the tree of life and you have to save it and that's kind of the but there's also like, you don't have to save it. Like, that's, <laughs> I guess that's another thing. Like you can pick the light side or the dark side. And like, when you like pick your character, like one of the things is like, choose a path. And it's either like the light path or the dark path. And there's like literally like anthropomorphic, like devils and angels, like, like one of each that like comes up and like talks to you, like, like give into the dark. And the other one's like, like no, give into the light. And it's actually really funny because those are, there's only three voice actors. And so it's those two. And I'll talk about the third one in a second. Um, but so I, I ended up like almost all the time, like I'm like, it's a hero's journey. Like I almost always just like go full into the light. But I actually really did not like the voice acting for the the angel. Like I, I just thought it sounded weird. So I picked the dark side, Brandon. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, but here's the thing. I, I picked the dark side originally, but like basically every time I've been given an option, I've picked like the light side option. So like my, I have like an aura. It's like my aura is dark, but somewhat light. That's <laughs> so, it. But like, so like I can paradox. Still, yeah. So I can kind of like cause some mayhem. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because like I, you get like light points for like when you free prisoners. But I think like if you just left them for dead, like, I don't think you, I, but like, that's the thing. I don't think like, if you just like walk past them, I don't think anything happens. I think that you have to like physically, like, I don't, I haven't chosen that yet, but like, there's definitely going to be a point where I'm going to have to like boost my dark stat just by how the, like the skill tree is. And I'm really just like really focused on the light stats right now. 
but so like this is actually kind of cool i like i just had like saved this outpost and like just like saved this area also like you have to pick a tribe so like not only do you like so like right now i only have like i'm still in the first area and there's like clearly like four like there's like at least three to four other areas that aren't unlocked for me and like when you first like get out there you have to like pick a tribe and so like there's like an old man and he like tells you about it and like i guess this old man knows you but then i guess like you forgot your memory so like that's also like you're trying to like remember your memory of your like previous life and they everybody calls you the ronin which is kind of cool because like you know kung fu and like you're kind of like this lone badass everybody calls you the ronin which is kind of cool um but basically there's like this old dude and he's like yo like i mean like the choice is up to you but there are these two tribes and they're warring and until that conflict is over like we're not going to be able to save the tree of life like that conflict needs needs to be resolved you have to pick a side and he's like i personally would join this one over here like they align with my cause and your mother's cause so like he knows you and he's like they align with my cause and your mother's cause and he's like you're your own person like you can do whatever you want so like it's kind of funny because both the leaders of those tribes were both your mother's disciples. So, so like, honestly, like, like he, like, you kind of like figure that out as you go. And then like, you start to like have like flashbacks where you're like mom, which also like, I, I wouldn't consider any of these really spoilers. Uh, I mean, like they're very light spoilers, but like you figure them out in the beginning part of the game. So yeah, it's like really cool. And they're like, I guess like just like the added context of like your mother was like at one point friends with like, or like really close to both of these people and you have to pick a side in that conflict and and this dude's just like hey like i don't care what it is but pick a side so so we can try and save this tree of life and it's really cool so like <laughs> it's awesome because like when you like so like all the swords and the guns and stuff there you have to craft them yourself and you find parts in the overworld so like let's say i I want to make like a, a gun, like you find like a hilt, like a barrel, like you find all the parts to it. Um, and then you find like the clothes too. Like the clothes are really cool. Like I have like this really cool helmet right now. And it's, it's awesome. Like I'm really having like such a fun time with it. So like that, the, like the crafting is really cool. So like basically you can kind of like craft any craft, any kind of weapon you want, which is like really huge. Like how many games do you know that like you have like almost complete control over like what kind of stuff you make, which is cool. I don't know. Maybe that's that's more common. Have you have you experienced that before? I think like Fallout is like one of those games. Like, oh, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. They do that for like the guns and stuff. Yeah, I guess that. I guess they do do that. Do they do that for like melee weapons and stuff too? I'm not too sure. But it's definitely like it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, like it's a little bit of a learning curve, and like you have to wait a little bit to to unlock that, but. If you if you pretty much follow the the story quest, like it's it's pretty straightforward, and also like I know I've said it before, but the world is like stunning, and like the side quests are they're really not designed like I the way I've been playing them, I think they're designed to like let you see the world, and not necessarily to to further the story. Like I think the story is the story, and I think the side quests are for you to explore the world because the world's huge. And, like, if you just did the main story, like, you probably wouldn't see the whole world. So, like, there's, like, a, like, there's a lot of side quests where it's, like, solve, like, a puzzle over here. And then it's, like, 
like if you solved it, it was like one of 15. And then the, that will go to like the complete other side of the map. So it's kind of like, like if like, so there's a lot of things where it's like, I have so much that I have to do in like my area. But then if I do like one or two of those, then it's like the same quest, but it's like moved to like an area that I'm not there yet. So like, I normally like what I've been doing is I'll pick like one or two things along the way to the, the next main story and just like do one or two of those side quests and it's cool. And also like you have, you get mounts. So like I have like a, <laughs> it's really cool. So like basically like there was like a goat, like that's kind of like, I think everybody gets the same one. Um, you get like a goat as like a, a ride, like a steed. Um, and it's got like these really cool horns and it's like dark and you have to like save it. And that's how like it becomes your mount. But then when you go to like other villages and stuff, like you have the chance to buy, they're called like certificates. And then like they are there. I've bought two of these. I'm not exactly sure how it works yet. I'll have to keep you posted. But like basically like I bought it. So like you can like summon your mount wherever you are. I'm like, I bought one that was like, had like a like neon green tail and like a neon green mane. And that was pretty cool. And then there was like a, another one that was like, it kind of looked like, but it, I mean, it kind of looked like, um, like the second one that I had, like the first one was definitely like a cool looking goat. And the second one was kind of like, imagine a horse, but it had like, it had like a wolf face and like a green mane and like a green tail. Like that one's pretty cool. Um, but they have like in, in the overworld, like you'll see other ones that have different colors and like you'll go up to it and it'll be like, you need like a nut or whatever in order to like claim this as your steed. So like, I guess like you can eventually like get all of them, I'm assuming, but then like you can only have like one selected that you can summon. And right now, like there was one that I could have bought and it kind of looked like, have you ever seen those like, those animals that have like the snout? But, but it's like, kind of, it kind of looks like an elephant snout, but like it only goes down like a little bit past their chin. Is it a boar? It's kind of like that. I don't really know how to describe it. It kind of like, it's kind of like, like a, imagine like a Star Wars character that has like a big nose that kind of like comes down like past their face. Like it kind of had like a face like that and it kind of like this like snout thing kind of like dangle and it looks like really like goofy. I could have got that one, but then I was glad that I didn't. Glad I kept my green, my green steed. Cause then at the next town that I got to, it was like a, like, do you know what capybaras are? Capybaras? The cat, the capybaras, like the animal. Oh, the capybaras. Yes. It kind of looked like one of those, but it had like moose antlers and it was blue. And I was like, sign me up, like say no more. That's, <laughs> and it's cool. Cause like in the, in the game, like it, like that looks like what a, a moose would look like if you were like. Like if, if I was a human and that was a moose, a moose, it'd be like to scale, but like, I'm like, I'm a rabbit mouse thing. I don't know if you're like, I don't know. You're like a mix between like a rabbit and a mouse. But Interesting. It's really cool, man. I'm honestly having so much fun, but so here's, here's like the, the one main thing about it that a lot of people, like, I think this is why like the reviews are kind of split. There's like one voice actor and he narrates like all of it. So like, instead of like having like different voice actors or having like no voice actors and you just read it. So like if I went into a cutscene, it would be like the character would like say it, like say whatever they were saying, but it's like in like a mumble language. So it's like, like, you know how, like if you're like watching anime and you like in another language and you don't really know what they're saying, but like you can see it 
It's like, you know what they're saying? Yeah. Which like, it's basically like that, but it's like a made up mumble language. And like, you can see the, the text options, but then there's this narrator and it's like a David Attenborough-esque narrator, which I just absolutely love. Like I grew up on nature documentaries. Like I love that. I don't think it's him, but I think it's, it's somebody that sounds like very close to him. And then like, he'll say, then he'll say it and then he'll say, and like, you pick your own options, but like, it's really cool because he like narrates everything. And he's also like, like whenever you're in the overworld, he'll be like, sometimes life just finds a way. And it's like really cool. Cause like, and like, if you're like climbing up like a ladder, it'll be like, Oh, moving up in the world. And like, it's very much like he's like narrating like this as if it's like a nature documentary, but you're like a mouse that can do Kung Fu. And <laughs> There are parts of it that are like very, very silly, but there are parts of it that are just like really cool. That's and I'm like, awesome. I'm really enjoying the combat of it too. I think that's why people are like kind of decisive on it because I think they're like, I just don't like, like I'm sick of hearing this dude's voice. <laughs> <laughs> but in like, honestly, like whenever it happens, I like, just like, I just like smile from ear to ear. Like, I think it's so funny. Like, I, I mean, I just love it. I love the, like, it's so like unapologetically, like its own thing that I'm like, I'm not so about it. And like, just having like a, a David Attenborough-esque <laughs> narrated video game, like, oh, I fucking love that. And you get to like do Kung Fu and you can use magic and you have a gun and you can make your own weapons. Oh, dude, sign me up. And I have this like blue moose mount looking thing. Oh, dude, I, I'm just so into it. I'm so into its vibe. Yeah, it, that sounds like something I might enjoy. Like, I think uh, I think you would absolutely love it, man. I I think you would because it, it definitely has that like, like that really like kind of like silly anime, like quest kind of thing, you know, or it's kind of like, like I don't like you don't we don't really know who the big bad is yet, but yeah, I'm I'm in I'm into it. I'm I mean, like I said, I played eleven hours in two days. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. I've never done that before, and also like it honestly feels so good because it's like not on next gen consoles. Like it's a new game for the old consoles. Yeah. And that just felt really good. Like, cause I didn't have my PS five at the time. I was like, I'm sticking it to the man out here. Like getting a new game that hasn't come out on the, the new consoles. I think that they, <laughs> I think that they will eventually like, I think that they have on their website that it's it slated to come out on the new consoles at a later date. But man, they sold out. They sold out. It's awesome. Do you have any questions about it? Sounds really interesting. I guess who who are you fighting? Who's like the that main like combat? Okay. Gotcha. So there's there's a couple things. Like there are definitely like animals that are like in the overworld that like are trying to kill you and they're just like mutant animals that like are like they just attack everything because they need to eat. And they're like trying to get like a meal out of you. It's kind of like, like how like the David Attenborough narrator makes it sound like he's the, like whatever the name of the creature is, is trying to feed. Will it get its next meal? And then it's like, like, as you're like fighting this thing, there's also like right now, like you have, well, you have to align yourself with the tribe in the beginning. So it's also like, it's, it's kind of like, it's a, I don't know. I mean, like, obviously like there's like a dark side and a light side, and that's like also like a lot of the criticism of this game is like they're like weird like they're like the moral system doesn't make any sense. 
that's like what like the criticism is. I think that it's like very clear that you are supposed to like do the light side as the quest. And then like you also like can also like have do like something bad on the side and like have it not really matter. Cause like, I, I guess I didn't really mention this, but like you have to have like a certain affinity with either like either side to be able to unlock certain things. So like the thing that I want to unlock most right now is light side and I have to be like level or affinity level 30 with the light side. And I think I'm like affinity level like 16 with the light side and I'm like affinity level three with the dark side. So like, I don't think that like, if you go up in one, I don't think you don't go up in the other, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you can do both at the same time. I think you can go up in both. I see. And like, to give you an example of this, I had like just come to this area and then like just kind of like rescued them, like rescued the villagers from this area. And there's like people selling items and I like meant to go up and buy some items. And I accidentally like set this like trading outpost on fire. <laughs> and like everybody, like, like I just like burned it. Like I didn't, I, I clicked the wrong thing. Like there were like two options that I like two different interact things. And I just hit the wrong one. And it like, the, like the it like went into this cutscene of like the like the demon guy coming out and he's like yes like finally like you're embracing the dark side as I like just light this like this like shop on fire and then my like dark side went up like but like there are no consequences outside of that like I just couldn't trade there <laughs> it's kind of funny and like like if you there there are definitely like ways that you can like dialogue tree your like there, they, it does have like a charisma stat and like there are ways that like, cause like I said, like, like one of the tribes is like the disciple of like your mother, like actually they both are. And like, you can like the, the chief of like the one that you align with does say like, well, the one that I aligned with, like, cause I aligned with the light side. He's like, like they're like people, like people, like they're all taking orders from their, their Shifu, like, which is like the leader. Like, Try to like sway them over to our side if you can. And yeah. like, I had, I had not like boosted that sad at all. And I tried to persuade someone and it was, he literally like the David Attenborough S voice said, Hmm, well, you're not very persuasive. <laughs> and then it's like, it's like and then I had to like go in and fight. I, I guess I forgot the original question. I guess does that answer it a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what like, was it? What was the, basically answer? I was just trying to get an idea of like who, who what the enemy is. Oh like. yeah. 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 So, so then like, so right now, Basically, like, yeah, so, wow, what a tangent there. <laughs> Basically, I'm just fighting the other tribe in this tribe war. But I think there were other factions as well. Like, I think, I don't know, maybe it's just these two tribes, but, like, I'm assuming there are other tribes and other places on the map. Um, but basically, like, they're, they're, oh, man, there's also, like, it's a little bit of a spoiler if I if I go a little bit more into it. So, I, I, there is like another, there are like two other like enemy types. Like, so I guess it's complicated. So I, I guess I don't want to go into spoilers because I want like people to be able to experience it. But what I will say is there are a lot of conflicts happening in this land. And it is very, it is like not uncommon for me to like not even know there are enemies in the area. And then to like hear like gunshots and stuff. And then I'll like go to like the other side of this area that I'm looting and there will be two different factions like heading heading it up and like they're fighting. And then it's like, oh, is one of them my side? 
no, one of them is not my side. So then it's like, I just like, I'll choose a side in this that way. Cause like, if you, if you like fire on both sides, like they'll attack you. But if you like pick one side for that battle, like just pick those guys off and then pick off the other guys. Like, does that make sense? So yeah, there's like a lot of other factions and it's like super common for other factions to be fighting each other. I see. So there are, there are a lot of different like enemies and stuff, but basically like you're the Ronin, so you can fight whoever. I love that. Cool, man. (laughs) I love that story. That sounds like a great, a great game. And I'm, I'm inclined to check out the PlayStation store after this. Yeah, man. I mean, like, it's one of those things where like, it, it is kind of like, it's a full price game as well. And I don't know, like I, I think it would be, I think you would absolutely love it, Brandon, but like, you're also like, you got a lot of games on your plate right now. So, yeah, because I, I know that there are a couple games that you have bought that you have not brought to the pod yet. Yep. So, I mean, I mean, that is, that's kind of like a challenge like with having the podcast, um, like wh- which games do you want to devote your time to? Like I did kind of want to, like, I really wanted to play some more of that before before we recorded and see and saw what happened after like I got to the next areas, but I just wanted to play Pokemon today. So, yep, I felt that. Yeah, but well, season two we're gonna have a lot of stuff coming at you then, because um, we we both have some games that we we haven't brought up yet. Yep, we got a lot coming at you season two. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about on this episode in particular, the last one of season one? Um, I have some things I could talk about if you wanted to wanted to keep it going. I think I think we're at a good place. We're at a good place to wrap it up. I think we're at a good place too. I think maybe we should just like talk a little bit more about the whole of season one. Yeah, we've grown a lot, dear listener, and thank you so much for for supporting us on our journey through season one. We really didn't. We really knew that we wanted to do this. And we didn't quite know how we wanted to do it. Didn't quite know the structure. If you listen to some of our earlier ones, like we definitely fumbled, <laughs> fumbled the ball a little bit on some of those. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm. If you listen to like the first episode and you're listening now, like seriously, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like we had mentioned earlier, like we started this, started doing this in September of 2021, and and we didn't release anything until November. So we really took our time trying to make sure that we we knew what we wanted to do. And now that we've done that, like we're kind of ready to to hit up hit up season two and, and to start anew. And I guess I guess actually I don't know if we've ever really talked about this on the pod, but obviously like we have a different intro for every episode. And yep. it's the I think how we're going to kind of do like the seasons is we're going to try and have like little short stories that we create. And at the end of those like short stories through the form of our intro, like that yeah. will kind of be the, the end of se- end of the seasons. And this, the beginning of this episode was kind of the, I guess the completion of that story. So I hope you liked it. <laughs> and actually next week, so the week after this is published, we're going to be taking a week off. And we will be publishing all of those intros in like one take as well as shouting out um, the voice actor who helped us out with that. So next week, you will not be getting a video game episode from us, but you will be getting um, an episode just of our intros. So actually, I have no idea how long that's going to be. We haven't put that together yet, but 
we're excited just like to have that kind of all in one place. Like, I don't think we're going to copy and paste intros that we might, because like there are definitely some where we like cut off a little bit. So we might try and like do something else just to like have it be like meaningful or like give you something right. new to listen to. Do you want to say anything else before we wrap this, wrap this season one up? Seriously, thank you guys so much for for staying tuned with the Sticky Buttons podcast. This is a passion project for Blake and I, and and just the fact that we have listeners and all these different places is it really means a lot to us, and it, it warms my heart. And I'm looking forward to you know doing season two and, and having you guys tune in, playing some games, talking about what we love. So super appreciative. Glad to be here. Glad to have made it so many episodes. And and now season two, we're coming at you better, harder, stronger, and and I'm excited to see what we can we can accomplish. Yeah, dude. Honestly, that was awesome. I'm I'm just so, I'm just so ready. Like, thank you for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so pumped. Like, I I don't know. Like, I kind of like don't. Obviously, like, I don't really quite know what to say about about all this. Like, it's awesome that we we were able to start this, and and I think now we have like like I said, like a clear vision. So I'm really excited to. To start that off and now you know we got a ps5 on the way oh um, yeah and that should be should be able to record the next episode and i should have my playstation 5 and big things lots of big things coming yeah oh also by the like the goal by the by the start of season two is also for us to have a an actual gameplay footage video up on our youtube which is going to be the PS5 and Apple Arcade exclusive, The Pathless. So if you're curious about that, definitely check that out. That is, I mean, actually like recording the the gameplay was, uh, that was really fun. I have like hour plus of gameplay (laughs) recorded. So I had no idea how much that was going to take. So now that we've, now that we've like, we're like in production of like a video, we might be trying to stream season some stuff for season two so you can kind of check out what we're playing and then putting that up on the youtube yeah so like please follow us on youtube like i think we have 18 subscribers at this point so if you would like to to help us out on that that way we can actually like put a link in like our like we said our goal is 100 100 subscribers so that we can create our own url and we know there are enough listeners out there to make that happen so i mean obviously like all that's on there right now is just um, our episodes, which if you're listening, you've already heard that. So we're trying to get some gameplay up. Also, before we end this up, I guess, do you want to do you want to break the last bit of last bit of news, Brandon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we actually have a Patreon that we're we've set up and where where you've got like the bare bones and we're going to be looking forward to dropping some stuff on there for you guys working on Patreon and you guys can support us there. And um, yeah, we're really looking forward to seeing how that, that works out. Yeah. So, so we don't have that officially done yet as of today. Like that's something that we're going to start season two. So we just kind of want to give you guys a little bit of a heads up on that. We don't really know exactly how we're going to, how we're going to structure that, but we are setting up a Patreon. I mean, this is a, like Brandon said, like this is a passion project for us. And like, we do this out of our own pockets and like, we absolutely love to, but we have hired an editor. So shouts out to our editor, Fury. If you want to say hello, Fury, you can, in the, in the, if you want, but if you don't, that's also fine. <laughs> <laughs> so shouts out to our editor. Hello, Blake. Hello, Brandon. And hello, everyone listening to this episode. 
it's an honor for me getting a shout out in the sticky buttons podcast thank you so much guys i really appreciate that and like if we have no problems like paying this like paying for this and like the show can at the moment at least the show can exist without without your support but if you would like to see us grow like helping us on patreon would definitely help us out with that and we would love to get to a point where we could we could um pay that pay our editor with just the funds from our patreon yeah so thank you so much for supporting us on season one and i'm really looking forward to the intros for season two like the story like we've been working on that and i actually i showed brandon a really really rough draft of it and he was like like i don't know about this but it's looking good it's looking good (laughs) (laughs) Um, to say the least but i guess thank you so much to everybody and also like if you want us if you want us to do anything in particular on season two like please reach out to us we are pretty accessible you can send us an email at the sticky buttons pod at gmail.com you can also send us an instagram message you know we covered a couple things um in this season that we hadn't necessarily intended on covering like the book blood sweat and pixels but if you if you would like to see us cover anything like like, please just reach out and let us know so i guess that's all i guess that's all i really had is that it man is that it is this the end of season one that's season one All right, folks. I'll see you in the next one. All righty, folks. Until next time, peace in the streets.